Hi, I'm T2, and I support Jedex Grown Up through Patreon because they're super gentle to my wires and boards. I think you should too. Go to patreon.com forward slash Jedex Grown Up. Gen X Grown Up is a YouTube channel website and audio podcast you're listening to right now. All made for and by people who love exploring media, games, tech, and toys of yesterday and today through the eyes of Gen Xers who refuse to grow up. Your dinner cannot just be french fries. Basically, life sucks as a grown up. Welcome back, Gen X Grown Up podcast listeners, to episode 97 of the Gen X Grown Up podcast. I am John. Joining me as always are my friends, colleagues, cohorts, and co-hosts. Whoa. George is here. How's it going, guys? <laughs> And Mo is with us, of course. Uh, hi, hi. Uh, Were you not ready? Let's uh, twist it up, mix uh, it up. No, intro. Uh, I'm, I'm with I'm with Marcus. Quit changing shit up on us. <laughs> out of nowhere like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm 50 years old. I've got like four brain cells to rub together, and you're throwing them all out of whack. We've almost hit episode 100. We've got to keep you on your toes, George. <laughs> okay, okay, that's, okay. That's the goal. Yes. <laughs> In this episode. We will check out the latest attempt to bring Mortal Kombat to the big screen, Mortal unpack the latest Kombat. Marvel Collector Core box from Amazon, and play a puzzle game where you can finally use all that stuff you learned in high school chemistry class. But, <laughs> but before, you should see George's face when I read that tit intro. <laughs> Why the hell are we playing chemistry class from high school? What game are we doing? You'll find out. That's a tease. It makes you stick around. Perfect. It does. It's, it teased me. Before you get to find out what all that is about, it's time for some fourth listener email the fourth listener this episode is mike c longtime listener mm -hmm. supporter hey mike how are you doing thanks for writing in the subject line of mike's email was fred rogers backtrack uh -oh. right. referencing our uh, yeah our backtrack from a few weeks back we talked about mr rogers and mike says I enjoyed the Fred Rogers backtrack you guys did recently. I remember watching the show when I was a kid. Now that I have a two-year-old son, I am happy to see Fred Rogers' legacy continue in children's programming. Nice. Yeah. The show my son watches is called Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. Oh. They have a new show? I didn't know this, right? Yeah. It's a spinoff. Oh. It's a spinoff of Mr. Rogers. Listen, Mike says, as you know, Daniel Tiger is one of the original characters. He is surrounded by other characters from the original show as they tackle the same topics, but in a cartoon live action format oh, wow. cartoon and live action apparently okay oh, okay yeah that's awesome so it's like mr rogers meets who framed roger rabbit i've got to find out i mean without jessica rabbit obviously when there's but... a, no <laughs> when there's, if there's a daniel tiger show i'm gonna at least check it out even though it's for kids mike goes on to say i share this with you in case there are other fourth listeners with kids who are searching for a modern day version of mr rogers nice. neighborhood very mm -hmm. nice apparently three of them are on the podcast <laughs> here we are that's right <laughs> we don't have the kids we just want to watch the show i want to see Daniel Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> meow, meow. <laughs> this, <laughs> right? <laughs> meow, meow. He says, this falls in line with a quote from Mr. Rogers. Parents are like shuttles on a loom. They join the threads of the past with threads of the future and leave their own bright patterns as they go. That sounds Aww. like a Fred Rogers yeah, quote. Yeah, it does. Nice. Yeah, yeah it say. does. It really Fucking does. shit. Stop crying, George. It's all right. Not going to get any new ones. Pisses me off. Yeah, I know. Mike finally wraps it up by saying, continue joining the threads of the past with the threads of the future so everyone can know how incredible growing up Gen X was for us. Listener number four, Mike C. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. I like it when we learn from our listeners. I know, right? <laughs> we appreciate you writing in, Mike. We love it every time the fourth listener takes the time to write in to us, tell us what they think of the show or a particular episode. If you would like your email featured here on the show, you know it's really easy. Just hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. We read every single one and most of them, Mike Mike's, make the show 
show. All right. Mo, if you're ready, I think it's time to jump into the body of the show. I'm ready. George, ready to find out what's going on with that high school chemistry test? As long as you don't keep <laughs> flipping things around on me, I'm good. <laughs> All right. Let's get after it right after this break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Kids play harder than anybody else, and there's nothing like a kid's big first. Oh yeah, I'm on my way. You can feel it coming home, and you got to, got to have some. Here I come to save the day. Got to, got to have some now. It's Kool-Aid to the rescue. The one for a kid's big first. So I see, refreshing and bright, yeah. You got to, got to have some more. All right. It's Kool-Aid to the rescue. The one for kids. Kool-Aid brand soft drink mix. For a kid's big first. Let's get it rolling then, talking about media, as we always do right here at the top of the show. Of course, it could be a television or film or comics or music or whatever we are absorbing in the land of media. And George, why don't we get started with you? What are you checking out? I am going to cheat. I have two things to talk about. Uh, so, again? Again? Uh, again yes. with the cheating. Again with the cheating. Uh, <laughs> but there, there is a relation between the two that I'm going to make here. There's always, always a technicality. A relation, I know. <laughs> I've always got an angle. Yeah, you do. All right. So there are two shows that I had not heard about until they started their second seasons and i found hmm. them through some of those youtube trailer videos you know where you see oh, yeah here's what's coming out this mm-hmm. week oh, like blah, they blah. put them all together in one yeah. long video yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. so these are two period-based dramas centered around crime in specific city locales and they're both hmm. in their second season one is called city on a hill which is on showtime and stars kevin bacon and it is centered oh. around the boston area okay. specifically where all the bank robberies happen and everything Mo probably knows all about it. He's probably in one of those crews. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about that. The other one is on Epics, and it stars Forrest Whitaker, and it's called Godfather of Harlem. You can imagine that this is in Hawaii. No, it's in Harlem. (laughs) (laughs) And it is centered around the 1930s and 40s drug trade. Oh, okay. okay. So uh, City on a Hill is in the 90s Boston era, and Godfather of Harlem is in the 30s and 40s drug trade mafia era. They are both tremendous shows. They are in their second season. They seem to be mirroring each other. They have the same number of episodes. They start at the same time. They're mm. on different networks, but they both have two powerhouse stars leading the cast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. They do great ensemble work with the cast. There are great actors all over each one of these shows. And I just wanted to throw them out there in case people hadn't heard of them like myself. If you're not <laughs> I mean, watching either one of these <laughs> yeah, two shows, these. you're definitely missing out. If you enjoyed hmm. period drama pieces, especially centered around crime, Oh, you're yeah. absolutely missing out. These are very, very good. What about the Kevin Bacon? What time period is that? Uh, the Kevin Bacon is the early 90s. Okay. He is an FBI agent who is working with Boston police and local district attorneys and crime figures and whatnot. He is not the centerpiece. He is one of a couple of centerpieces. Mm, okay. Okay. He just happens to be the, the big name. Yeah, you know. he's the yeah. big name. He's the one you're going to know. Forrest Whitaker <laughs> is more the centerpiece on his show, but the ensemble cast that's with him are knocking it out of the park. The writing is Mm. perfect on these shows. The editing is brilliant. Music is great. I can't rave enough about either one of these shows. They're gritty. They make you 
feel their era and mm-hmm, i mm-hmm. i love them cool that's a hell of a testimonial <laughs> yeah boardwalk empire if you like that yeah just like this that. is something to highly consider okay cool wow. well, add it to the really long list of city on watch. a hill and <laughs> godfather of harlem yep. yes. got it exactly going on my list <laughs> sweet so that's what i've been watching john you had something that we were looking forward to last time and i think you want to talk about yeah. it i know all three of us probably want to talk about it so i'll let you start I think off. we all got shit to say about it yes <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so, as a decades-long fan of the video game series mortal Kombat, uh-oh uh, which has had many iterations both in cartoons and films and wherever the hell else and oh and by the way games. video games yeah. we should mention there are video games related yeah, yeah. Yep. what are they up to now in that in the games Mortal Kombat uh, 11 MK11 11. we're currently wow. yeah yeah yeah. Wow. And, it's, and it's not just the 11th game it's actually just the one that's numbered 11 there's side oh yeah you know there's right. Sub-Zero mythology all this anyway okay, okay. what <laughs> to talk about today Mortal, though Mortal Kombat Fast and Furious there was all these little that's offshoots right. <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Kombat Hobbs and Shaw exactly that's what I'm thinking of so 2021 has seen yet another reboot of the Mortal Kombat franchise mm-hmm. on the big screen had an opportunity to go and check it out this one was uh, released i think both on hbo max and mm-hmm. in the theaters yep same day got a chance to go out and see it on the big screen i remember i renewed my amc a list so i gotta get, get yeah. my money's worth out of that and uh i have thoughts about the mortal Kombat film <laughs> <laughs> i i got words yes i got words yeah. Just to share those say. thoughts with the crowd <laughs> yeah so it's not a good movie it, it's a pretty good mortal Kombat movie <laughs> But it just is not a good movie. In the pantheon of other Mortal Kombat films, it, frankly, video game films don't fare in- incredibly well. Right. It was a fun watch as a summer popcorn movie that took place in the spring. Mm-hmm. It, it was an okay watch. And I, I, I see you both nodding on the video. I know you 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 have thoughts too. I can't wait to hear yeah. what yours are. I just want to summarize. We could talk. We'd have a fill a podcast with my thoughts on this film. But in short, I felt that this poor film was straddling these two masters that it could not possibly serve them both. On the one side, it wanted to make a good film. Mm -hmm. On the other side, it needed to serve these decades of lore that have been contorted to fit video game stories, and it didn't serve either of those very well. It was too hamstrung by the mythology to do any character development or storytelling, and it was trying to make a movie, and that was hampering telling the lore. Like, So it really didn't make... Hmm. Who who did it make happy? You know, not me. Came out of it with a grin, but I wasn't happy that another Mortal Kombat film kind of is fizzling. I will say the best part of it probably was the guy that played Kano. But aside from that, it was a lot of flat, a lot of flat. Yeah. What do you think, Mo? Um, I agree with what you said. I was just disappointed. Yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. It wasn't a bad movie. I mean, it, it wasn't a great movie for sure. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching. I thought the fighting was good. You know, I thought the special effects were really good. I thought it was a movie that needed a refresh at this point. I think the old one came out long enough ago where new technology and all that stuff made it possible. But yeah, I, I totally get what I mean. I felt like it was just lacking. Like it didn't have the right energy. It didn't have, and I'm not sure how they could have, I think they probably could have done away with a lot of those side stories focused more on a, one of them or two of them and just made a good story and not get into these other, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's, it's harder than it sounds, but it was disappointing to do it that way. Compared to the original Mortal Kombat movie, which also was not a good movie. You know, let's yeah, admit that, that, right? Definitely. Yeah. But I still lo- enjoyed that one too, because it, it was what it was. You, you, you didn't mm. watch it for, you know, Oscar nominating performances or anything else like that. But yeah, that, that was my feel. I just, I was disappointed with the movie. Definitely disappointing. Uh, but so there are a couple of things that I really think are dumb about it. And th- 
maybe the biggest dumb thing, George, you're a huge Star Wars fan. We've talked about Star Wars before. And the fact that they added their own Mortal Kombat version of midi chlorides or midi chlorines or whatever these things are called, <laughs> right? Like in the, the Phantom Menace, they said, oh, we have this thing in our blood. That's the force. Unnecessary. And in Mortal Kombat, they added a freaking tattoo birthmark thing that gives you powers. Stupid. Un- unnecessary. What did you think of that in the film in general? Uh, so uh, you're right. Uh, the the tattoo <laughs> logo from birth or when you kill a person, dumbest Dumb. fucking plot device on the planet. It made no sense. Stupid. There was no need for it. It was like, no, oh, none. look, I, if you pull your shorts down, I could tell if you're one of us. <laughs> Fuck off. Really? Yeah. Okay. Dumb. I'm done with that shit. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of stuff to say about it. There's not enough time in this podcast. So... <laughs> Mo, I'll say you said that the first Mortal Kombat movie was bad. I'll go back and watch that first Mortal Kombat movie before I go back and watch this one. I see. Yeah. Mm, However, yeah. I'll go back and watch this one before I go and watch that sequel Mortal Kombat oh, movie yeah, from back sure. in the 90s. Oh, that was right? terrible. That was, was that really Annihilation bad. or whatever yeah, that whatever was. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. That was awful. Yeah. So this ranks right in the middle of the three films mm-hmm. for me as far yeah, as my I enjoyment is concerned. They fucked up. They teased us with a Scorpion story and then went off on a tangent for 40 minutes. And, and it's Scorpion's son story is kind yeah. of what it is. Or, or, or it's grandson or whatever. Or, yeah. Yeah. Fucking relative, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't give a shit. Ancestor. They had a great <laughs> actor playing Scorpion. Oh my God. A yeah. tremendous actor mm-hmm. playing Scorpion that would have knocked that role out of the park. And they gave him about 15 minutes worth of fucking screen time. They had a great actor for Sub-Zero and gave him about 15 minutes worth of fucking screen time. And they shared most of that time together. Mm -hmm. It was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. The guy playing Shang Tsung, get the fuck out of here. Liu Kang was a fucking joke and he should be one of the best characters. Yeah, they were worthless in this movie. Kung Lao was a decent character and he's fucking gone. Kano, the best guy in the film from Superstore, was awesome as hell, and he's gone. That was the guy from Superstore. Holy cow, I just realized that. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. The Sonya Blade actress was way better than the Sonya Blade actress in the first film. Was. I'm not sure about the the second film, because Bridget Nielsen's not a bad actress. She's pretty decent, but it's just not a great character. It hasn't been written well yet. When you give good actors nothing to work with, Mm -hmm. there was Mm -hmm. no story or character progression i think i said coming out of the theater if mortal kombat had enough clout what they need to do is the marvel cinematic universe well and that's what they started with right do a movie just about scorpion do a movie just about yes and then bring them together yes. the first 10 minutes of the film i was like holy shit they're building a universe this is going to be fucking awesome and he's dead in the first it- 10 minutes and you're like, well, fuck, that was a waste of a trailer. Yeah. The thing that really bothered me the most, and this is not about the writing, this is not about the horrible soundtrack, this is not about the flat <laughs> acting or any of that stuff. You've had 25 fucking years worth of technology between the last ones and this mm-hmm. one, or 20 years or some odd. A long time. At least a decade or two. You can't get a better fucking Goro than that? Are you kidding me? <laughs> he still looked like a damn Harryhausen puppet, didn't it he? It was fucking <laughs> awful. We had Thanos three years ago that was believable yeah. as shit. Shit, and you can't give me a better Goro now. Really? Yeah. yeah. Stick the fucking guy who plays Gollum, stick him in a fucking green suit with some bubbles on his face, and I guarantee you, you'll have a better Goro than what yeah. we had in this fucking film. It was awful. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah, it, I agree. To agreed. me, that was the part when I told my wife and son, time to stop watching this fucking movie. I just tuned out when I saw that fucker. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah, I don't either. I, I totally agree with you, George. I think if this was movie was just about Scorpion Sub Zero, that's it. Mm-hmm. Right. Not just enough. those two. That 
yep. would have been an awesome movie. Anything else. I know that there is already a whole backstory with them, right? In Mortal oh, Kombat yeah. Array, there is already a whole backstory they could have pulled from. And make the Mortal Kombat things just sort of ancillary that you build to it, right? You get there eventually, but not this movie. It's just about these two guys. You know what they did? They did the same thing that DC does, right? They tried to start out being Avengers instead of starting out being Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. If they yeah. started out with Iron Man, they would have built themselves into 20 fucking films and I'd have watched every damn one. I'd have paid A-list or full <laughs> ticket prices. I wouldn't have given a shit because I yeah. don't know shit about the Mortal Kombat mythos that John was talking about. I've played the first game and he whipped my ass mm-hmm. in it. I played yeah. the 10th game and he whipped my, whip my ass, ass in it. In it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't have a computer good enough to play the 11th game. And so all I know about the mythos he'll, he'll are from the first two films yeah you would have built me an iron man movie and a thor movie and a fucking hawkeye movie i don't Mm -hmm. give a shit you just build me individual characters that i can care about and then you bring them all together in a tournament and the fifth film how much money are you going to make when you do it that way absolutely that yeah, lost hindsight's 2020. That's not even fucking hindsight. Marvel's already fucking done it. They had foresight. <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. Oh, I'm so pissed. As you pretty can bad. tell, I get it. I did not I enjoy get it. this. You know, I, I used my A-list on it. I think that was fine for it. As a film, I wouldn't even give it two, maybe one and three quarters, almost two tokens. I would probably give it. It's okay. It was fun to watch. I have no compulsion to go back and watch it again, though. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. was so disappointing. So sad. Except maybe see that first fight was pretty cool, though. The first fight was awesome. Yeah, that whole between, scene with yeah. the wife and everything everything and, yeah. uh, and there was all running around and <laughs> yeah 10 minutes in and i'm like okay i've never seen this character that they're showing me now he's a mixed martial artist guy i love that maybe this is gonna be good no nope. no nope. wasn't nope. good wasted yeah. wasted wasted well, it may be a franchise if they make money at it, because the reality is the bar is lower post-COVID now. You don't have to make as much money to be considered a success, so we're That's probably going to see more of them. Maybe they can fix it. I mean, they did do the Johnny Cage tease at the end. But the, yeah. They did, yeah. You know, they but, they it up. Step but back you've already and... fucked it up by doing this Avengers-style thing with all the characters trying to come together. We don't know or care about the characters yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you kind of do, but the movie didn't do that any service because there's no, no character progression, so you, you don't right. know what's going on. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm done bitching about Mortal Kombat. I've got it out of my system for now. Mo, are you okay? Yeah. Anything yeah. else? To, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Well, with this, I got something a little lighter to talk about. Okay. Oh, that, that, help us. Get it it cleanse you? our okay. palates. That's what okay. we need. Thank so, you. So it's a show that I randomly discovered on Amazon Prime okay. called Gadget Man. And it's okay. Richard. Um, I always mess up his last name. Hope I say it right. Ayoade. Ah. Something like that. IT crowd. Yeah. IT, IT crowd. crowd. Sure. It's his very similar character that he plays in IT crowd. And he talks about a general life thing. Like let's talk about work. Everyone hates going to work. And uh, one of his things he says 58% of people in the world don't want to go to work. The other 42% didn't understand the question. Yeah. <laughs> and he all does is look at gadgets to help improve mm-hmm. your life. That's it. That's the whole show. So you know, the show's been around for a oh, long yeah. time and it's already over. Yep. And there's four seasons. I yep. think he did of it. There's only like, I didn't know five... they put it on Amazon. But... Oh yeah. There's like four or five episodes a season only. Mm-hmm. And his, his, his character is just hilarious yeah it's him so it's about camping and the camping one is hilarious because he has and he gets all these like really i mean these are real gadgets that you can buy and they're really fun bizarre like who wants a transparent tent <laughs> what <laughs> yeah yeah they, they had a transparent tent and his whole thing about making camping he says my goal is to make camping as much like inside as i possibly can <laughs> so you said he plays a character this sounds like him being himself he's just a host or is this a documentary is this- uh, he's a host that ha- is on okay. a search for these and then he uses he has a team okay. that he has makeup stuff. So he's being Richard Iode. Yeah, I got he's you. I've seen him in talk yes. shows and stuff. I got it. I don't know if it's a character. I think it may actually be him. 
because <laughs> I think so, I've never right. seen different from him in interviews or mm-hmm. you know yep. talk shows or anything else. I think it's really him. Mo, I I've watched this show. I watched like two episodes like eight months ago that I found mm-hmm. in the public domain. I can't find any other one, so I'm glad to know that it's on Amazon yep, on Prime. Prime. It's on Amazon, so I can awesome. go watch it there because I wanted to watch all four seasons of the couple episodes I saw on YouTube. I think it was. Yeah, it, it's really funny, John. It's one of it those. Hmm. I don't know how to describe it, it, but it's a travel thing. Like he goes out to the places. It's not just him sitting in a studio looking at new stuff. Right. And he brings in like comedians and stuff. Yeah. And, oh, okay. He talking about one about exercise. That was really funny because all the weird, and, it's, and these are all like real things that are just weird. Like a shirt that shows you your body temperature from where it's touching. So you can see what muscles you're working out. <laughs> the shirt changes colors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's just, it's, but they're all, I mean, the funny thing is that they're all weird. He makes fun of some, a lot of them, you mm-hmm. know, because they are ridiculous. Yep. It's just like a light, quick, oh, that was a fun show to watch. Yeah. It's like you would want to be on that show if you had a new invention, but then if you knew the show, you might not want to be on the show. Yeah. <laughs> but you will be You're known. You're going to be the butt of the joke. You right. will be known. <laughs> I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts. Now, it's here. The excitement, the adventure of a new force at breakfast. We'll call them C-3PO's. New C-3PO cereal from Kellogg's. Twin rings, face together. For two crunches and every double O. A delicious part of this nutritious breakfast. Now you can experience the taste of Kellogg's C-3PO's. A crunchy new force at breakfast. May the force be with you. Let's get into tech and toys. All right. I don't have right. anything, so I'm hoping you guys have some awesome, amazing. <laughs> That's becoming a fucking theme <sighs> again now. Right? It's just the standard. Uh, I tell you, in the future, you know what we could do, Mo? Just tell us if you do have something. We'll assume you don't. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm relying on you guys here. Come on. <laughs> Oh, we got you covered. I'm just saying. It's a recurring thing. Like, That's all. I want something this wow me here, yeah, guys. Blah, blah, blah. Excuses, excuses. <laughs> no, George, what do you got for tech and toys? <laughs> wow me here, guys. All right. All I right, think George, we've reassigned the segments of the show all of a sudden now. <laughs> no. So, all right, George. George, wow the crowd. You, I'm sure you have something completely amazing and new and and. You always keep setting me up for these giant balls every time you introduce me. Dump on your buddy George, shove all your your luggage on this poor guy. I'm going down, he's going down with me. (laughs) George, no pressure, you do you. He's the monster at the bottom of the lake grabbing my ankle and just yanking me down to drown. Good Lord. All right, so I do have something I was planning on talking about. One of my 50th birthday gifts. Yeah. But then today, like hours before we started recording this, mm-hmm. I received in the mail something that I normally have regularly 
ordered and I want to talk a little bit about it. So what I got was the Marvel Funko Collector Core box. Now, mm-hmm. we've oh, talked okay. about them yeah, before yeah, yeah. on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to go into a big thing of what's cool about it or what's in this one or anything like that. So this one was the Deadpool 30th birthday edition. What I want to talk a little bit about is another fucked up Amazon thing. <laughs> All right. Oh, no, here we go. These come out every two months. Yeah. So right. I got one in January was the last one that I got, but it came a little bit late, came like toward the end of January, the beginning of February. Immediately when they started talking about this one, which would be due out for March, I started getting emails. Oh, we're having problems with getting the stuff in the box. It's going to be delayed, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm glad that you're letting me know that now. And I know that I have the ability to easily cancel this, Yeah, but I do want the Deadpool 30th thing. But what started to piss me off is it's the exact same thing loot crate and geek fuel and all the other ones started to do to me on their regular subscription boxes they do them good for a few months to a year and then all of a sudden they start having supply issues because Mm. they have a fucked up model those were startup companies that only did their thing this is fucking amazon how do you have supply problems first yeah they should have their act together right Right? absolutely should second of all mo and i were talking right before we pushed the record button on this one he got his a fucking week ago (laughs) i just got mine today we've talked about the delivery delays you've been having (laughs) everything's you know instead of two days it's five or whatever so that that's right in line with what you're experiencing yeah and they're not giving you a discount on the delay or anything they're charging you the price they were always going to charge you so so I'm dangerously close to canceling my Marvel Funko Collector Core, and I liked this box. That's how pissed off I am. I got a good T-shirt in it. I got two pop vinyls. I got a yeah. cute little pen and a sticker. Really liked it. But there's this damn little card that's supposed to talk about what's coming soon, right? <laughs> okay. This one okay. says, coming soon, Marvel, Year of the Shield, available at Amazon. I'm like, oh, it's going to be a Captain America box. That sounds cool. Our March theme. <laughs> Motherfucker, it's April. Actually, end of April. Maybe they mean March 2022. It is the end of April when I receive this box. And this is the theme for March, which is the Deadpool theme. But now it's the year of the shit. What the hell is going on at the time travel bullshit offices at Amazon that I can't get this goddamn package on time? They're a little discombobulated. I think I think what happened, they heard how upset you were with the shipping times and it's got them flustered. <laughs> I, I expect probably. You want to make sure it's perfect. Well, but the box you got was good. The yeah, box you got I got good was stuff good. That you said. It was a fair yeah. price. I'm just upset at all these unexplained and inexplicable delays that shouldn't happen with a company the size and the funding of Amazon, who has a former CEO that paid zero fucking tax dollars (laughs) when I had to pay $1,400 in goddamn tax, plus all the taxes I paid throughout the year. Fuck those people. I'm tired of this shit. I burn your t-shirt in in defiance. That's what you should do. No, he paid you way too long for that. No, No, it's a good time. I waited too long for it. I can't do it. Yeah, I'll burn the sticker i won't burn the t-shirt <laughs> all right it's a good t-shirt burn the now, sticker Mo, you got this box though yeah. so you can talk a little bit about this toy you could have used this in the toy segment i yeah. don't know why you didn't list it but that's okay so what did you think of the box is what i'm curious <laughs> he wasn't as upset about it yeah. <laughs> he got his a week fucking earlier <laughs> i see that, that does it yeah and i don't remember seeing a card referencing march in mine either so i don't know they're just messing with george they're messing with you but you guys see it i've got it here on camera to confirm to the audience yeah it exists no I thought it was it was it's a neat box. 
honestly, I forget about them until they show up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, a box is here. Cool. You know? Yeah. Um, but I thought this was cool because it got two pop vinyls or two different Deadpool pop vinyls and yeah. a t-shirt came in it and mm-hmm. uh, enamel pin and some other mm-hmm. stuff. And it's all good stuff. I mean, some, I mean, most of these, I usually give a cup, you know, give them to my son or daughter or somebody. I'll keep one, give the other ones away. But mm-hmm. of all the ones I've received, because I started doing this back when you first talked about it last year, I think. Yeah. And I think I've returned one that I didn't Did like. you return one? Okay. Just one. But every all the ones, I'm like, oh, these are cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought it was a neat little Deadpool thing. I thought it was pretty fun. Well, just in case anyone listening isn't entirely turned off, we will put a link down in the show <laughs> yeah. notes where, where, you can, where you can go to order one to burn if you'd like, just in defiance if you want to check it out. But the box are nice when you get them. You know? They yeah. are nice, but like Mo said, I forgot that I right. ordered yeah, it yeah. when I got it. They're starting to feel like fucking Kickstarter items now at this point. Oh, geez. Like I backed it a year ago and it showed right. up on my porch or something. <laughs> what a surprise. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That's, you know, and I'm, oh, it's just, it's just maddening. It should not happen at a corporation that size. Yeah. I agree. So, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. Oh. You know, same thing's happening. You said like with Geek Fuel, things like that. Mm-hmm. I think there are legitimate supply chain issues that are caused by the oh, pandemic. Sure. Certainly. Sure. Of course. But event, you know, to have a card that says coming in two, two months ago is pretty right. That's just like rubbing salt in the wounds. Like it's late. Look how much later it could be. Oh, here's this other <laughs> thing you don't have yet. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> that you should, but don't have. Oh, man. Well, that's what I got. Mo got one as well. So at least he kind of had something in the tech and toy segment this time. <laughs> he, he literally wrote on your coattails with I the know. exact same item. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But John, you had something that we've already had some YouTube videos about that are gaining in popularity. So I want you to talk about the thing that you brought into the segment this week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so I want to talk talk about this new my arcades is the tabletop arcade machines we talked about several of these before and they've kind of become passe everyone is another one of the same it's a little box and it's got a version of the game on it but lately my arcade the company they've started doing this premium line you remember how much we loved the space invaders they mm-hmm. put out it was oh, so that was great really nice. it yeah. actually had the like yeah. the projected moon back there it was so nice the contra was okay but they just put out a street fighter 2 champion edition uh, and i say just put out i mean it barely is out like it's only at Target, but you can't find it at Target. Yeah. You can order it from Amazon, but they're out of stock. You can order it from the distributor. <laughs> yeah, good luck getting it. But shit. they don't have any, right? George can't get it. Everyone else can get it from Amazon. George cannot. Right? <laughs> 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 they're hard to come by, but it is a great unit. As you alluded to, George, I did a full review of it. I did some tinkering with it in a follow-up video. The short version is it is the real, original arcade ROM, 1992 version of Street Fighter II Champion Edition. It has a nice joystick with micro switches. It has all six of the buttons on it. It has a fair screen, okay, like three and a half inch screen. It's a nice chunky box to sit on your table. And if you enjoyed Street Fighter II, you could certainly do worse. It's only 50 bucks. Now that's double what the, like the traditional My Arcades that run 20, 25 bucks. But it's a lot more, you know, micro switches, yeah. the real ROM, enough hardware to it's run real that. step up in quality, right? I, I, I think, well, it's on par with their premium edition line. Got it. Well, okay. and we should be clear, those aren't micro switches. Those are keyboard switches. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's right. They're the switches that you would see, the clicky switches, we'll say, right? right? Yeah. 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 They're the, clicky the kind type that you would switches. see in like an orange click keyboard system, mm-hmm. you know, like a mechanical You're right. keyboard. You're absolutely right. Which is still great. I'm not trying to take away from it. Yeah. Performance wise, very much the same thing. Yeah. As far as how it feels to you. Yeah. And the, the thing I wanted to most kind of call attention to was I did a little follow-up video, a very short one, where I realized the buttons were out of order in color. And so I wanted to tear the thing apart just to change that. In doing that, the revelation I had was if this thing is hard to find now, it's going to be even harder to find once people figure out this is an amazing little platform to do modding on. Mm -hmm. It's got a huge cabinet, lots of room to mount a Raspberry Pi. 
It has those, you know, micro switchy keyboard buttons in there that you could easily wire in. And it's six buttons and a joystick. I mean, that's almost every game you possibly hmm. could need sure. overkill for it. This is going to be a great platform. People are going to be snatching this up to gut it and turn it into something else. You think somebody would sell just that empty case like that? <laughs> you would think they could. They absolutely could, right? If you didn't have to license the game, you could sell just that box to people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could honestly, you're right, Mo, they could sell that case as a secondary item. It didn't have to have Street Fighter logo on yeah. it or anything. It's nope. just nope. make your own empty case kit, whatever. Mm-hmm. With a little monitor in it, and yeah, and you could sell it for nineteen ninety nine all day long, and probably Absolutely. make eighty percent profit on it because I know that stuff isn't that expensive for yeah. them at the yeah. volume that they're buying it at. I actually was going to do that, John, as soon as I could find one in a Target. I wanted <laughs> to luck. buy Good it not from the Street Fighter because <laughs> yeah. Street Fighter is a fun game, but it was one of those games you always whip my ass in, and I never was very good at it. But <laughs> to take it apart, put a Raspberry Pi Zero in there, maybe yeah. even or a Pi Three mm-hmm. B or something like that. That's right. really cheap right now. I could put that in there and have, you know, crap ton of MAME ROMs on there. Don't even care about Nintendo or anything else that you could add into it. Yeah. But just MAME ROMs alone. And I would I would be thrilled to have that on my table. Yeah. yeah imagine that little box playing Qbert, playing Galaga, mm-hmm. playing Donkey mm-hmm. Kong, right? All of them right there and switch between them. It'd be easy to do in this box. And it's really neat as a, as a kind of a modder's delight. Mm. The only thing it would do would be to frustrate me. I'd be like, why aren't there two joysticks on this thing so I can play Robotron? And where's the light <laughs> right? gun attachment? Yeah. Dang it. That's a slippery slope. It, it has so many <laughs> possibilities. It's a really neat little system. And yeah. you enjoyed playing Street Fighter on it. I mean, I know Absolutely. your hands yeah. had a little problem fitting around the controls mm-hmm. because of the size, but you still yeah. enjoyed playing. Anything I had to say bad about it was just to do a fair and comprehensive review. I absolutely like the unit. I'm glad that I have it. And in reality, I won't gut this one. I will look for another one to maybe get and gut and kind mm-hmm. of mod because I like the looks of this one and the aesthetics. It's a nice unit. And the bad news really on the back end of this is there's nothing else in the pipeline. They've announced no more titles oh. in this premium line. Now, it could be because you know there's a shortage of semiconductors, semiconductors and stuff. Yeah. Maybe they're just not announcing things because they're not sure when they can get them out. But you, know, you got to get some attention out there. I, ho- I hope they do more in this line that really it's a incredibly good turn from what they had been putting out to these new premium titles. The way those uh, sold and how you couldn't find it and stuff. I'd be surprised if they don't, you know, maybe they're just trying to be responsible and wait till they have a good supply chain set up and that kind I of thing. I hope it's not artificial scarcity. I hope it's yeah. really scarcity. People right. are just snatching them up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you think about yeah. this premium line, they've had one surefire hit for me, Space Invaders. Mm. That was yes. awesome. Yep. awesome. They've had yep. one that I probably won't buy to test that you had, John, the Contra box, mm-hmm. because that one just felt like a, a really expensive regular. It's kind of half step. It really yeah. was. Yeah. But now this one being the modification box, it kind of mm-hmm. brings it back full circle. I'm not going to say it's a hit for me as it sits, but it's a hit for me for what it be- can become. Kind of as a hobby box. I think you're yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So mark my words, this is going to be the modder's uh, dream coming soon. <laughs> it's just, it really lends itself to so it. So Seaman cool. Target, snatch them up. Snatch them up and send them to me. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Cindy Burnett, and each week I interview at least two traditionally published authors on my podcast, Thoughts from a Page. We talk spoiler-free about their books, so you can listen whether you have read the book or not. And then we delve into things that you most likely won't hear about anywhere else. The importance of the cover design, why they included various aspects of the story, personal details about both the books and the author's lives, and so much more. You can find the podcast on every major platform and learn more about it on my website, thoughtsfromapage.com. Thanks so much for checking it out. 
can't believe this. You know, gravy trains really been improved. Look how the guys go for it. It's a big improvement because Gaines just added a natural beef flavor. Improved gravy train even looks different. And dogs can taste the difference, wet or dry. Tests show they prefer its new beefy taste over old gravy train three to one. It's fully nutritious, too. New gravy train, a big improvement in taste. Right, guys? <laughs> this is the main event of the podcast. For the three in attendance locally and the millions listening around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time! Three rounds in the GXG Gaming Division. And we're still on that intro, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. I still haven't come up with anything new. I don't know if I'm going to. We may just run with that one for a while because I'm lazy and I got other stuff that I want to do. C- careful, don't upsell it too hard. I'm don't not going to upsell it. <laughs> we do have three games this week in our game segment. I want to start with Mo because I can't pronounce the game that he has on the list. <laughs> it's really complicated. It's called Sokobond. See, I couldn't have Sokobond. said that. Okay, tell us about it. I like puzzle games. And so this one is basically you have a grid and you're moving atoms around and you're connecting them to other atoms to make molecules. Uh, That chemistry test we were talking about. Yes. We got there. Okay. So simple. Like, so they'll have like a grid and you'll have like two hydrogens and oxygen. Okay. And you'll see that the oxygen has two connectors on it. Each hydrogen has only one connector on it. So electrons. As soon as you move them next to each other, they connect and you move them as a unit. And if if the other one has an extra connection, you can connect it like to the top side. Now, what the puzzle aspect is, is that some of these molecules are getting really complicated not really complicated but they get more complicated um where because you have to stay in the grid and as soon as you move next to another atom it connects ah okay because they have an attraction because they have an attraction to each other can you break the connection if you later on they actually have like Uh. a spot that you can move over to break connections okay they add a spot that you can go to that will actually double connect so that actually has two connections between the same items if they happen to if that happens to work excuse me i believe that is a covalent bond i'm not sure but it might be You watched 21 Jump Street recently, didn't you? It, it probably isn't that, but that's the chemistry term I could remember, so I used it. <laughs> and basically, as you go on, it's just like, and the grid has like walls set up in it sometimes. It makes it hard to move because once you connect them, you're moving that thing as a unit at that from that point forward. Oh, so it's getting bigger. So it's, it's a larger bigger, molecule. Okay. Sometimes. Yep. And it's it's a neat, very, very casual puzzle game. It's on the PC. The biggest complaint I have on it is that they don't have a phone version, an app version. Mm. And this one totally should play on that. You kind of answered the question before I asked it, was oh, really? what platform this was on. And it sounds like a mobile platform game that I've been seeing advertisements for left, right, and center and all the games that I play. There's these little games where you have like one little guy on one little floaty tile. You move him to another floaty tile, it connects, and then he gets a bigger city and they fight other floaty tiles to take <laughs> over and stuff. It kind of sounded like that. So I was like, this must be a mobile game, but you're saying this is a PC game. Is not. It's a PC game only. Like through Steam? Yeah, through Steam. Okay, so how hmm. much did it cost, and do you think you're going to get your quarries out of it? Oh, yeah. I mean, it cost, wait, so I think I saw it on Steam for like six bucks. Okay. That's not bad. It's yeah. not bad. Kind of the upper end of a puzzle game, it really. It is, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I got through, you know, the first couple pretty easily. Okay, not too bad. Thinking I'm smart. And then you hit level three, <laughs> and you're like, oh, fuck. You know? Like, <laughs> you don't know crap. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, I actually have to think now. And then when you get solution, it's very satisfying. Like, oh, okay, I get, you know, I have to right. go from here to get it. Da, da, mm-hmm. da. Mm-hmm. And actually, this is not a new game. This came out in 2013. 
2014 or something like that. Oh, wow. Okay. Been around I, just, I just happened to see it. I was looking for a puzzle game and this came up as like, oh, it looks interesting. I, I think it's, it seems like it's fun. If, if it was a phone game, even for six bucks, I would say it's an insta buy. You should get it because it, it seems like a missed opportunity. It totally does. It sounds like I want to play it until you told me it was on my computer. And I'm like, well, now I can't play it on the shitter. Now I've got to sit right. it in front yeah, of my exactly. computer and play right. it. Right. And it doesn't feel like a game you want to sit in front of your PC necessarily. Exactly. If I'm in front of my PC, I, I want to shoot guys in the face and I want right. to see explosions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it definitely seems a missed kind of opportunity. A... I'm not sure why yeah. they didn't, but it's a very well done game. Very well put together. I loved how Mo described that one part, though, where he did something successfully and then he got that feeling of, you know, like he accomplished something. Like, ah, yeah. You know what it reminded me of when he said that, John? What's the that? The TNG episode, The Game. Wesley Crusher. That endorphin rush. Yeah, the complete, endorphin complete rush. Level. Right. <laughs> I got the disc to fly into the tube. <sighs> so I feel, I'm so smart. Yeah, exactly. Until you go to the next puzzle, he goes, you're That's not. what all these games are. They were just telling us about it back in next generation. <laughs> yep. The endorphin rushes. So that's what I got. So John, what do you got for us? I have a little bit of a throwback, but in a modern game, uh, I was poking around the steam kind of, what are your recommendations or mm. things? You know, I want to play something, but don't know what. And I was poking around and finally they suggested to me load runner legacy. So, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, I think we all remember Load Runner. Oh, it was a yeah. very simple oh PC game. It was out in the, in the mid-80s. It's like a big ziggurat. You have uh, ladders and beams, and you move up and down those. Mm-hmm. There are guys chasing you. You, you can take treasure. holes from the fall into, collect the treasure, climb out the top, move to the next level. Right. And that's all Load Runner was. That's all Load Runner needed to be. That's oh, yeah. all Load Runner in my heart has to be. It's fantastic. So Load Runner Legacy is a reimagined version of that. But before, that's kind of a dirty word sometimes. Let me start by saying the original Load Runner is built into this package. If that's all you want to play. Oh, okay. Now that's nice. Why <laughs> yeah. don't more games do that? I know. Exactly. I know, right? Right. It's like, we've played with what you love, but you know what? Here's what you love too. Mm-hmm. Now you can see the other stuff if you want. Yeah. That's a great start. It's all like a hundred something levels of Load Runner is in that. It's a little bit like polished, a little more three dimensional, but it's perfectly plays like the old one. But even the legacy version, the new version, there's a lot to like in it. It's the same mechanic. You're still a little guy running around. You have to collect the treasures and climb out the top. They introduce monsters that are not just those same guys that chase (laughs) you. They have monsters that cling to platforms and they will move around the top and bottom of a platform. They don't fall in holes. They just kind of patrol areas. There are monsters that have follow different rules or aren't affected by holes and those sorts of things. They add incrementally little things to it. And for each level, kind of like mobile games where you get, oh, you got one, two or three stars to finish and there mm-hmm. are criteria, right. finishing the level, doing it a certain amount of time, not dying, things like yeah. that. But it's nice progression. It has the load runner feel. And that's the thing about it that really made me enjoy it. Even the updated version has the feel. The same. Even feel the updated same. version has that feel. And the nice thing on modern controllers, right? So it used to be with load runner, you had to stop, turn around and dig. They just give two buttons, dig left and dig right. So mm-hmm. it's really easy yeah. to dig behind you, in front of you, get out of tight hair spots really easy. This came out in 2017. I'm just discovering it now, but it was put up by Tozai Games. I bought it for 12 bucks. Didn't mind. When I went to get a link for it today, it's on sale for six bucks. Oh, 
Oh, darn it. <laughs> Hold up. Wait one second here. Clicking. Yeah. <laughs> clicking, clicking right now. Right? You know, the way you're describing it, it makes me feel like that game that we, I think maybe, I know at least two of us, I'm not sure if Mo did, backed on Kickstarter, the Return to Dark Tower. Oh, yeah. Yep, you know, it has enough yep. of the feels of the original, mm-hmm. but it's modernized and looks like it's going to be more fun if we ever get it. It's been pushed back like four times. Right. I was supposed to get it on my birthday in March, but, you know, they took the Amazon shipping route, I think. Yeah, um, they did, yeah. So, <laughs> but that's what this feels like. I wasn't super into Load Runner. I enjoyed it, but mm-hmm. this makes me want to buy this game so I can go back and play the old one and this new version. Yeah. That's an awesome feature. Why more games don't oh, do that right. when they buy the licensing for the I original know. or work that in? Yeah, yeah. From now on, that should be your model going forward. That should be the baseline. Yeah. 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 If you want to get people like me who have plenty of money to spend right now because their kids are out of the expensive schools or whatever, put my original game inside your new game and let me play yeah, both. I agree. I'm, I'm yours all day long. Yeah. I mean, I played Load Runner. Oh my God. Because it was one of those few games that was like on every platform. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you Everybody had Load Runner for every Because it's not visually complex. No, it's very no. simple. It's yeah. very simple. Simple rules, simple game, but you can make such interesting puzzles and complex mm-hmm. puzzles and I remember just playing just hours and hours and hours on this thing. So I'm definitely thinking this is like a, a an insta buy for me. Matter of fact, I did just buy it. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's parts of this legacy game that I'm not even touched yet. They have a modeler where you can make not only your own levels but make your own characters, your own 3D like pixel oh, objects. Nice. So you can change change the character, change the the gold you pick up. What are you going to do? I don't even touch that. And there's a community where you can download really cool stuff. I download a Pac-Man, so my little guy running around <laughs> is a Pac-Man instead of a guy. We need to make GX tokens in the game for the mm-hmm. gold you could totally do it you yep. can totally do it that's right yep you know i would have paid 12 bucks for a remastered load runner and this is even more than that so it turned out to be a really good purchase and on sale there's no reason not to pick it up yeah. load runner legacy we'll uh mo i'll throw you a link you can throw oh, down the show notes hopefully it'll still be on sale by the time you hear this if not i, I got mine that's all i care still worth it oh, mo got his that's all I he got cares mine. About. <laughs> george how about you what have you been playing man yeah so i was also looking for a game to play um you mm-hmm. know i've been out of the humble bundle list for a few weeks now and (laughs) um so i was like i want to start playing something again i went through my list of games that i already have paid for and i found one up in the a's oddly enough called all you can eat i'm going to just say this Hmm. what if i told you that this game is a dollar 99 okay not on sale just a dollar 99 all right and you still can't get your quarries out of it but (laughs) i'm still gonna recommend it (laughs) huh Wait, well, I'm hold confused. on. Wait, wait. All right, so huh? it's been a while since we talked about this. Getting yeah. your Corys is based on our friend Corey, who said you should get an hour per dollar per dollar you right, spend. Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. So we say, can you get your Corys? That means you said twenty bucks, you get twenty hours. Right. You're saying this costs two bucks. Yep. You can't get two hours out of it. No, but sir. You think we should buy it? Yes, sir. Explain yourself. Yes, please. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> the Corey multiplication factor in this case is six times revenue. Uh oh. Okay. This game only plays for about twenty minutes. Okay. Huh? I'll explain. This is a click and solve puzzles kind of game. You know, you you click and you have a couple of choices of dialogue and you have to move some inventory items around one of those kind of games, right? All right. Like the Blade Runner game, you know, where you go from place to place, right? Like point and click adventure. Point and click adventure kind of thing. Okay, like Monkey Island-ish kind of? Yeah, a little bit. Like watered down? Yeah, well, very watered down for $1.99 in 20 minutes. (laughs) Okay, yeah. But it's all in comic strip form. The whole Hmm. game is a comic strip. You're a character who has been living in an all-you-can-eat buffet for 10 years. (laughs) 
because the rule of the buffet was that if you bought an all-you-can-eat ticket, as long as you didn't leave, you could just keep eating. Keep eating. So okay. you lived for 10 years in this all-you-can-eat buffet. All right. You wake up one morning, and the buffet is about to be closed. That's oh. how they get rid of you. Oh, no. Okay. And so you have to figure out how to keep the buffet open. <laughs> There are evil lizard alien people involved in this game. <laughs> you have to go back to your old apartment that is still there, but you don't own it anymore. You have to deal with police. You have to deal with the cook in the kitchen. And here's the kicker. Here's why you should buy this game. If you don't already own it, it was part of the humble for racial justice bundle that we bought last year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I bought it. John bought it. Mo bought it as I well. So it. yeah, we all you guys it. already yeah. have this one. So you're already a leg up on we everybody actually own else. It. Right. 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 At the end, when you're done and you've completed the game successfully, you can use all of your actions. It will create a PDF comic book that you can then print out for your own reading after the fact of everything you did in the game. That's pretty clever. <laughs> huh. I mean, because I already have it. <laughs> it remembers every decision and turns that into a, a like a book of what your adventure was in a comic strip. It does. So I went through on the first run and just clicked every option I could. So I have a 72 page oh, PDF comic book. <laughs> <laughs> that you'll never oh read. God. That I'll never read. But damn it, I will likely print this thing out and put it on a bookshelf somewhere to say, I played this game. Here's my comic book. Here's proof. To prove it. It is so wow. fun. Awesome. It came out in 2017. It's by a developer named Game Chuck. I think it's one <laughs> single guy who did this whole thing by himself. At the end of it, there's like a little thing. Look for our future game. And you click that and it goes to a dead website. So obviously he yep. never went back to it, I guess. <laughs> that future game is being delivered by Amazon, actually. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah. It's just on yeah, the it, yep. it was the most fun I've had playing a video game in 20 minutes in the last year. Wow. It was so cute. It was so funny. The dialogue was very clever. There's a lot of they live references in it that you'll see. <laughs> well, there are lizard aliens. Come on, of course. Right. Yeah. It's <laughs> It's got this weird shaky cam kind of vibe to it. Like when you're moving your mouse around, the screen itself, like the whole comic book page or whatever, kind of shakes a little bit. You can turn that off. The option under settings menu says, if you're experiencing motion sickness, click here to turn this off. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to put George on pause. Mo, you and I need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. We really do. This is the most excited I've heard George about any game in the past maybe maybe five years. Yeah. I mean, he went through his whole humble bundle list not this excited. And it's a kooky comic strip game. So at its face, I'm like, this doesn't sound like anything. No. But the fact that George is this excited. Oh, we got to, right? What's your take? I, mean, I think we have to. I We're going to have well, to try one, it. Because we already bought it. We, well, that that's no requirement. So I, that's, yeah, already, <laughs> that's true. For $1.99, that's true. That's not a requirement. He's so excited about it. I feel like I have to see this. It's like it's like a fatal curiosity that I have yeah. now. I've got to do it now. It's like a car oh, wow. wreck. You know, you got to stop and I see. can't look away. Yeah. <laughs> it flies in the face of everything that I should enjoy about a video game. It's overpriced for the Corys. Yep. It's very overly simplistic. It doesn't look like it required a shit ton of programming. <laughs> Good selling. <laughs> I mean, well, really. But... 
But you had fun. I had fun. And you had enough fun that you're like recommending Who cares it. cares about all the other things? Like, you know, puzzles true. in it, they weren't overly taxing, but mm-hmm. you did have to think a all little right. bit to figure out how to solve them. All right. Okay, I'm in. I'm going to try it. I'm in. You did it to us, George. <laughs> I hope you're not gaslighting us in this garbage. We're going to have really to I'm really not. I'm really, like, you may not enjoy it. You may say, $1.99, I need $2 back for that bullshit. But honestly, it was 20 minutes and I was done. And maybe that's what I really liked. The fact that I could complete the game, because it's the first game I've completed in a year. Right, in forever, yeah. And <laughs> to be able to complete a game and then at the end, get a physical, tangible reward. <laughs> Goofy. When was the Right. Last time that you got something like that from any video game. Um, when I mailed True. off for my Activision patch, maybe. Right. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> okay. Wow. It's just cute. Mm. It's funny. It tickled me in ways that should not be legal. That's, I didn't need to hear that part. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you lost me now. All you can eat, $1.99. I'm in. I'm in. We'll throw a link down. Sorry, fourth listeners. You're going to be in too. You've heard this. Yeah. You're going to be just like us. You're going to have to find out what this is about. Whoever so, wrote this game is going to be like, oh my God, I'm selling like 50 copies. What so many going sales. On? What's going on? <laughs> it was all George. <laughs> Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. A fun factory. Let's have a Play-Doh party. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> a shooting star. You can make all sorts of great things with a Play-Doh Fun Factory. I made spaghetti. And now you can get a Play-Doh Fun Flyer free when you buy Fun Factory and specially marked packages. <laughs> it's lots of fun and little enough to take with you wherever you go while supplies last. The Play-Doh Fun Factory toy comes with everything you see here from Kenner. It is that time of the show where we take a second to talk about what we're looking forward to between now and the next time we get together to record the pod. Uh, And I'm going to get started here. There's something I'm looking forward to that's produced and directed by the same guy that did Searching a couple of years ago. Oh, There's this film called Profile coming out May 14th. Okay. Mm, Sounds very sequel-ish. Well, it's, it's not, but it looks very much like searching. A lot of it takes place like inside of a computer screen, okay. inside of Skype windows, the dialogue happening. And it's about a young lady who's being groomed by a terrorist from overseas, Ooh. played by the same guy who played Tyler in Discovery, who played the Klingon turned human, that guy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. He's the actor. He's the terrorist who's grooming this young lady. And it's not fully clear from the trailer, but it looks like maybe she's kind of setting him up to catch him. Maybe she's actually falling in love with him. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I saw this trailer. That's right. Yeah, like in the searching film, yeah. you see it all take place through the computer screen and, and recordings and documentary footage and like real time clicking on stuff. I'd love that model of filmmaking. If they can do half as good a job as it was searching. Yeah, searching. This looks awesome. like 
an mm. awesome film. This is another one that is only coming out in theaters first. That's getting better. More films come to the theaters, not going straight to streaming. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to that one. Again, May 14th and uh, get my AMC A-list warmed up. I'm going <laughs> to head out and check that one out. Absolutely. Mo, how about you? What are you looking forward to? So like George, I'm a Star Wars fan mm-hmm. and I oh, am yeah. just I a sucker for the, the animated series that they came out with. And so this is a new one called The Bad Batch, which oh, is a spinoff yeah, yeah, yeah. from The Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. So these are the clones that they didn't quite work out the way they're supposed to. Like they're not quite the perfect clones. Right. Okay. So they're like all kind of odd or a little different or whatever. And they form their own group essentially called the Bad Batch. So they're clone troopers who like one guy's got a leg that's six inches shorter. Really? No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. no. Like that. What? No. <laughs> I'd watch that. I want to see that. <laughs> Hop along stormtrooper. <laughs> but they were trying to do some experiments with the clones or something like that. And mm-hmm. oh, Okay, yeah. Engineering, genetic engineering or something. And, and these see. didn't work out very well, so they just kind of scrapped it. So, But there's still like, some of them out there. Hold back this one's frog DNA for just this one time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, and they, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. wind up becoming like good guys, I guess, right? Would you say that they came to good they're, guys-ish? They're, yeah, they're protagonists in the story. Yeah. For sure. Whether or not they're good guys is going to be a different thing all in time. We'll sure. see. Yeah. Sure. But they're like a mercenary group, essentially. So Dizzy did, I guess, a whole, their first spinoff cartoon, I guess, in a way. So it's a whole spinoff off the Clone Wars, and it's hmm. called The Bad Batch, and it starts May 4th on Disney+. Plus. On Disney+. Plus. All right. Yeah. And animated, too. So yeah. I, might, I might check it out, even though I'm not a big Star Wars nerd. I, I Now, if you could guarantee we'd have the guy with the short leg, I would watch. But maybe <laughs> <laughs> I'll call Disney. <laughs> Give him a call. Yeah, call Walt. Check yeah, it out. I will. For me. I will. Okay. <laughs> George, right. how about you, man? I'm looking forward to two people Uh-oh. Guy Ritchie, Jason Statham. That's oh. all I got to say. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's, that could be one of like a million movies, right? It, it could be. However, it's a new one. So it's <gasps> but it's only one movie. May 7th, the day after this podcast drops, Wrath yes. of Man comes that out. That trailer oh. looks so good. It's a Jason Statham revenge flick with Guy Ritchie producing, directing, writing, whatever the hell he's going to do on it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be everything you would expect in a Jason Statham, Guy Ritchie film. Yeah. Right? Looking at it, it looked like the, oh, wrong guy, revenge, mm-hmm. biding his time. Gets his, gets his revenge, right? Yeah, well, you know, it's one of those <laughs> things, too, where it's like they shot the wrong guy's kid, mm-hmm. and it kind of has a feel like a more action-y, up-tempo version of the uh, Jackie Chan, the foreigner that came out a few oh, years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, right? that was great. Uh, right, what you Which mean. was yeah, really yeah. awesome. Yep. Yeah. That was a very somber, low-key thing, which was a departure for him. It was. But this is right in Guy Ritchie, Jason Statham wheelhouse. I mean, Gotta like that. it's definitely, John, you talked about renewing your A-list mm-hmm. because of the film that you mentioned and this one I'm actually considering renewing my A-list and I dropped mine long before you did. Even. I know you did. Yeah. yeah. Jason Statham, his dial goes from 10 to 11, just two right. things. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's all he has. And 10 is just the smoldering and 11 is when he starts shooting. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he was able to save that Big Shark Meg movie. Just Jason Statham alone made that right. thing great. Yeah. And a Guy Ritchie film. So, you know, there's going to be heist elements and mm-hmm. lots of overtop action too. You know, there's going to yeah. be surprises and twists. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I am in. Yeah. It definitely sounds like a good summer or pre-summer just yeah. enjoy movie. And like, I- this is one that I feel like that maybe some theater chains like, you know, AMC or whoever, Lynchfield, I don't know who the hell's out there anymore. Maybe they went to the 
studios and said, look, we have got to have some content <laughs> that's not going to go out on digital. That's going to come yep. to us to bring people back to theaters. Now that people are getting vaccinated, what have you got? And they're like, well, we got this thing with Guy Ritchie. Sold. Yeah. Sold. Yep. <laughs> Guy Ritchie. There you go. Yep. <laughs> well, they say it's a chicken or egg thing. It's not. It's not. Are the theaters open? So there'll be movies. It, right. it cannot work that way. No. It's got to start with the content. Mm -hmm. If it's there, mm -hmm. people will demand the theaters open and they'll come and bring you your money. Proof of that is us. Look, here we just mentioned two great films only in theaters and we're talking about buying tickets. Yep. That's yep. all it takes. It's it's yep. a great sign of what's happening. <laughs> Oh, those little Keebler elves make uncommonly good cookies. They do it magically in a hollow tree. When making fudge stripe cookies, the elves lose lots of sleep. Why? We make sure every stripe is straight and fudge is spread on deep. Why all this close attention to details great and small? We're careful because we know the Keebler name goes on them all. In the Keebler hollow tree. Where we make crackers and cookies uncommonly good. If there was anything in this show you'd like to learn more about, the show notes which accompany each episode are full of links to click and explore. Catch up on past episodes and get pinged every time a new one's released by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And you know, iTunes reviews help more than you know, so if you haven't yet, please rate and review us in the iTunes app. And if you have a friend who isn't yet listening, why not? Tell them about us, they'll thank you later. You're our fourth listener, and we'd love to read your emails right here on the show, so hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. And finally, Gen X Grown Up is more than just this podcast. Our YouTube channel has hundreds of videos ready for you to enjoy. Plus, you can find our entire body of work on genxgrownup.com. That is just about going to wrap it up for this 97th edition of the Gen X Grown Up Podcast. We're so happy that you joined us for this one. Before we get out of the show, though, we always like to take just a second here at the end to give our express gratitude to our benefactors, the folks that support us financially, both over on Patreon and on YouTube. And I want to thank each and every one of these folks. <gasps> Mike M's, Chewbacca, Mike C, Miss So, Mike B, Aaron, Marcus T2, Blasted Stash, and Aaron, Chris, Dan, Davis, Levi, Uno, Clay, Greg L, Marcus, Chad, Blaster Stash, Agile Lee, Mark, Tony R, Travis, Greg Z, Karen, David, Mike C, Chet, Shelby, Thomas, Jonathan H, Tony G, Dana, Arlem, Ben, Stu Monkey, Slobo, Jason, Matt, Chewbacca, Thanos, Butter Spider, Miss So, Sean, and new since we last spoke, Sparks oh, has joined us. Thank you, as Sparks. our Patreon <laughs> member. Thank you, Sparks. Very involved over on our Discord community. Love to see him supporting us. Thank you so much for that. And we love your involvement. If you would like to join this roster of amazing folks and you have not yet done so, Mo, would you tell the kind fourth listeners how <laughs> they can rectify that oversight? Sure. I mean, we make it so easy. There's two ways you can support us. One is you go to genxgrownup.com slash Patreon, and there you can become mm -hmm. a Patreon member where you can give some every month. It's awesome because the more you give, we have swag, we have other vi videos we make it only for you. We have tons of exclusives and all sorts of neat stuff. Mm -hmm. Or in YouTube, become a YouTube member. There again, it's that per month. And there we have like all sorts of neat little icons and all sorts of other benefits that you get from doing it there. But either way you do it, it's awesome and it helps us out. And we just really, really appreciate it. We sure do. Very much so. So head over and support us if you are of a mind too. We appreciate every time that you're willing to chip in. It really keeps us motivated. Hey, that's going to wrap it up for this show. We'll be back in two weeks with another one though. Don't worry. And next week is our backtrack. That episode where we take a single nostalgic topic and dig in deep. George, would you be so kind as to let us know what's coming up on the backtrack next week? It is time 
time for us to talk all about the king of Shermer, Illinois. John Hughes will be on the backtrack. <laughs> oh, my God. From the grape. No, I'm just kidding. John Hughes won't actually be on the backtrack. <laughs> but we are doing a John Hughes retrospective of his films, specifically the road trip edition of John Hughes yeah. films. There's going to be some fun dialogue. We're going to have a lot of stuff to say, good and bad in some of this, even though John Hughes is awesome. There's going to be some hits and misses. You do not want to miss it. That is right. It will be in your feed next Thursday. Until then, I am John. George, thank you so much for being here. Yes, sir. Mo, you know I appreciate you. Always fun, man. Fourth listener, it's you, though, we all appreciate most of all. And we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye. See you guys. Take care, everybody. Gen X Grown Up is a member of the Evergreen Podcast family. Learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. Unacceptable for grown ups. Your dinner cannot just be french fries. Basically, life sucks as a grown up. I totally believe you. You don't have to believe it. It's right there. You're saying it like you believe me, like I don't show it. That Now, see, you're messing with me too. <laughs> He's part of the conspiracy. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. Take care, everybody. See you guys. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fucking make me edit it? Jesus. I'm like, but George always goes first, you know? I, I completely flaked. I was like, I was reading the promo. <laughs> I'm like, time to get ready for the promo. Fuck all this other stuff. Ready, ready. All right. Uh, all right. So yep, that I'm being good. said, how's the promo? <laughs> Look good? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. What was it like to be there for historical sports moments and unforgettable performances? To be behind the scenes? On PressBox Access, you'll hear from me, Todd Jones, and other sports writers about their experiences with the greatest athletes, coaches, and sports events of the past half century. We'll share some stories behind the stories, some big, some small, and some we've only told each other. Let us buy you around on PressBox Access.